0: And an episode about starting a relationship with thousands of miles and U.S. immigration services standing between you and your boo. What could possibly go wrong, you ask? Probably everything. And now here are your international women of mystery Alison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula. <laughs>
1: Betty, I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls One Podcast. As you know, Allie and I are performers, and for many years we performed in our show blog logs. We used the internet as our script, and we put Reddit threads, Craigslist posts, all that stuff on stage and played different characters. It was from there that we started interviewing all the people behind these internet posts that we've been looking at over the years, and that has led us to this podcast with the Daily Dot and Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello.
2: How are you? Very.
1: Oh, very well. How are you?
2: I am great. Nobody cares. Well, that's our show.
3: (laughs) Goodbye. Well, Um. (laughs) that's
2: that's how you end every phone call, and text, and email. Goodbye.
1: A heavy sigh. I'm psyched about today in that for many reasons. Tell me all the reasons. Well, just one reason in particular. It somewhat came out of a voicemail that somebody left us that mm-hmm. we played on mm-hmm. the show. That's right? true. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Jerome from Minnesota suggested something. In- so here's what happened. He suggested something about like dating between countries. Have we covered that? Our twisted minds were like mail order brides. Um, but then we scaled it back. And I believe it was you, Allie, who said, why don't we check out
3: international dating apps? Right. I just figured out my fetish, finally.
1: What? Wait, slow down. It
3: is when (laughs) listeners tell us what they want to hear. It gets me so hot. Whoa. (laughs)
2: i'm sorry why did you need to do a bill cosby voice to talk oh, about the fetish i told
3: her to that slow got, down that got dark matt
2: Here, here's what you have to do you gotta get the no we can't do pa- bill
3: cosby jokes anymore because they're rapey you can make bill <laughs> cosby jokes as long as they're rape jokes
4: <laughs>
3: hey jen you want to come in this corner and take this candy Nope. No. See? See? They don't work anymore. Uh,
1: They don't work. I was not hearing Bill Cosby. I just, it was crystal clear what you were saying. And I'm so happy you found your fetish. Let's not let the way she said it overshadow the fact that Ali has found her fetish. Please insert some happy music here.
4: Done.
3: (laughs) Do you think that maybe this week's episode is like the final frontier for my dating life oh well we never did like intergalactic dating <laughs> yeah well that would be after international totally. i think so i guess it's, this is the penultimate uh, frontier excuse for me. me we
2: did a an interview about a porn video game where you get to date aliens and by oh, date truth. i mean have explicit yeah, sexual intercourse yeah. in a video game
3: that's true that's true so mm-hmm. we already went there what about like deep sea dating you love scuba <laughs> I love scuba. If I could meet a man on a scuba trip, that would be Would you be, be open sick. to a
1: manatee? <laughs> I'm just kidding.
3: Jen, you gave me one of my favorite presents ever, which is uh, you put tea in its tail, and it is a I manatee know. that holds your tea leaves and sits in your cup oh and holds God. onto the Amazing. sides. It's fabulous. It's one of my favorite presents because I love tea. I and love you love scuba. a good pun,
1: as do I.
3: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> And I love a good fucking pun. It was great. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So we're talking about international dating apps, which um, I think sounds sleazy and racist. But we'll find (laughs) out.
1: Well, yeah. Tell me more. Like, I, I think we need to, I need a better understanding of what this means. It means that we're meeting people in other countries and they're coming to live with us? Us
3: yeah, you have sure. two of us. We're married over.
1: now. We established <laughs> yeah. in another episode. Yeah,
3: but yes. Yeah, so these apps are to find someone in another country, and then you know, TBD if it results in a lot of green card marriages. If these marriages are genuine, if if they're really for love, whatever. I've always had a thing for foreign men. I'm just gonna say it.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I guess my question is, why would you go outside of your country if you can't see the person ever? You know, unless they're gonna move and like marry you right away. Yeah. yeah. No.
3: I, like, don't even want to go outside of my zip code because I live in L.A. now. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, that's a commute. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm looking for someone in Miracle Mile, if you're out there. <laughs> uh, I just gave away my neighborhood. Oh, but Whatever.
1: And you have a car <laughs> it's now. Fine.
3: It's fine. Yeah, guys, I bought a fucking car for the first time ever, and I'm pissed off at our sweeps interviewee who didn't actually <laughs> send me any links to how to win a car. I had to buy one with my money that I don't have. I have to say, it sounded like... A stressful situation I've never
1: had to go through that by myself
3: It also remains a stressful situation I never thought I would miss the New York City subway But I miss it Although it's also shocking how quickly I love it Really? So you're like I like love and hate it Yes Like I get in the car and I'm like Oh, look at my own little personal machine (laughs) And it's just What do you It's really hate about kind it like
1: but then you're sitting you're in
2: like, traffic oh, maybe, you're in I'll LA. Just,
3: maybe i'll just get in my car and go to the beach because i can like there's something <laughs> really exciting about <laughs> that it is exciting but then you're like then it's you're so like expensive. oh my god this is a moving money pit yeah. it is a moving money pit that's the thing yeah yeah, this is why podcasts
1: exist. It's for those LA drives, right? Yeah. That's true. There you yeah. Go. The
3: thing is I wanted to like listen to ours for some editing things, but it's kinda hard to be listening and then write down timestamps. Yeah, Don't sucks. do that while do it. driving. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We need yeah. to make an
2: app for, for podcast feedback. I always have the same thought. It's really hard. You think like, <laughs> Oh, just, just listen to a podcast. Like it's so easy. Nope. <gasps> <laughs> Got to sit and stare at it.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. I <laughs> well, love, when you're editing, yeah. you kind of and you're giving timestamps. But I wonder if, like Siri, if I could be like Siri, write down four twenty one to six seventy three. That's not a time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: seventy three.
2: Cut these three hours. They're trash. <laughs>
3: <laughs> anywho yeah let's talk we- about something more interesting than this yeah well,
1: I, mean, <laughs> I was just gonna say the listeners don't know this but we record at least a full five hours of material for every episode matt's editing yeah for this months.
3: this shit you're hearing is the best of the five hours that's awful yeah you think I we're haven't funny. seen the sun in weeks <laughs> oh poor matt yeah because you live on the east coast
2: <laughs> it's winter it here might all be the time.
3: raining no, people here, they like apologize because there's a fucking cloud. I'm like, did you really just, did you just do that? They're like, they're like oh, you just moved. Ooh, it's cloudy today. I'm like, what are you fucking saying? These people are so spoiled. My my second weekend here, I went to the beach. Dolphins swam by. Real life fucking dolphins. Oh my God. But also I texted you both because I went to a party and I met a flat earther.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah. what
3: episode number is that? Listeners, we have an episode on Flat Earth. Go listen. I did not think I would actually meet a Flat Earther. I did. My head exploded. Now I'm just a pile of mush. Yeah. Welcome to LA.
2: Right, clouds hey. and flat earthers.
3: But taking it back a
1: little bit, isn't it such a delightfully human thing to apologize for the weather in your own city? People do that all Aww. the time. Yeah, like when do I was they? when I was in LA. I remember I hit. I was there in June in Santa Monica, and there was what they call June gloom, and I had no idea that was the thing. Yeah, there's
3: like a cloud sometimes.
1: <laughs> Actually, it was it's gloomy. their worst
3: weather, Matt, <laughs> and it like doesn't even rain. Yeah. It just there's I
2: but, I've been there once. Yeah, It was just bright blue skies the
1: entire time. This was actually gloomy, so but people silly. were so apologetic. And then, Ellie, I don't know if you remember when we went to Sweden together and stayed in the honeymoon suite of whatever hotel that was <laughs> when we were there for work, all, Accurate. The, all the Swedes were apologizing for the weather. And it was like not that bad in That's Stockholm. That's
2: Sweden, though. Yeah. I feel like it's the reverse in New York of like y- y- your relatives come in and it's a rainy day. It's like, oh, brought the rain with you, huh? <laughs>
1: Do your relatives say that to you, Madam
3: So sorry. I just say yeah, I so think that's East a thing. Goes- <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. We
2: had good weather, but then you came.
3: Well, guys, now that we've regaled our listeners with stories about the fucking weather, um, yeah. what should we do? We've tapped everything now. I think I know. How, about some trivia? Ooh. How about some trivia? Oh!
1: Actually thankful for it. Yeah, let's do it.
2: Today's episode is about international dating. And today I have trivia about my favorite technology-assisted dating, radiocarbon dating.
3: Huh? What? Huh? Oh, I see what you did there. I like that. That's dorky. Thank you. I'm into Thank it. Thank you. <laughs>
2: this is the system that scientists use to uh-huh. determine how old things are, like ancient artifacts, prehistoric fossils, geological formations. They measure the decay of natural radioactive carbon in an artifact and then calculate its age This process works really great up until the year 1950. Any object or artifact created after 1950 is impossible to date with the radiocarbon method. Why? I have three choices. A, climate change, B, nuclear bombs, or C, cosmic rays.
3: Holy shit, that's
1: a good question.
3: I like this trivia. Yeah, Mostly I like that Matt was like, I need dating trivia. Yes. Yeah. This is this is where I'm going with it. I mean, incredible. Okay. What was B again, Matt?
2: B was nuclear bombs, also known as the nukes.
3: I'm going to go with that. Yeah, let's go with B. Yeah, me okay. too. Me too.
2: Bubble B, baby B. We will find out the correct <laughs> answer after no, I'm, I'm this name's, break.
3: My name is baby A, but thank you.
2: Got it. Okay, cool.
3: Allie, guess what? What? I didn't know if you know this, but I can play the
1: keyboard and I'm playing it right now. This oh music God. that you're hearing is me playing live. You're yeah. a musical
3: wizard. Oh my gosh, look at you go. You're
1: playing a, an instrument live right now, too, aren't yeah, you? What do is you it? Hear the that, kazoo? Um,
3: that timpani? That's me. <laughs> the timpani? Yeah,
1: well, the reason That's we're me. playing music right now live yeah. um, is because we want to thank some of our very special listeners who supported our show through Patreon.
3: Yes, at a certain level, you get weird, awkward thank yous from us on air. So thank you, James Dozier, (laughs) Melissa Elliott, Jessica Fox, and Shane. He's like Madonna. There's no last name. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: right. (laughs)
3: Thanks, everyone. And if
1: you contribute, you'll get a weird thank you, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My stomach, M4MW, 26 South, from the number one website for freelance violence, Craigslist. Hey. hey! 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 Looking to take as many hard... Deep punches! As my stomach can take... For as long as I can! Males! Or females! Welcome. Welcome! Can host in Southeast for a few days! Wow,
1: Well, I would do it to get out some aggression. I'll, I'll go.
3: Yeah, I think I told you about that time I went in that smash cage and beat the fuck out of a TV. It was cathartic.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah Also that time yeah. That we had a smash gallery And just like Threw plates on the ground Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Oh yeah that Whoa, too what was that?
3: Oh my god I forgot about that That was fun During our little
1: Just uh, no big deal Just a little festival we-, we created called No Text Weekend But also I've never Punched anyone So I've Listen <laughs> yeah, Maybe this is the first time We'll see Yeah <laughs> So right, tell Matt. us Matt Is it all about radiation uh, Not radiation yeah. Sorry Is it all about What is it? Nuclear bombs? <laughs>
0: <Whatever>. Maybe <laughs> Okay
2: Today's trivia is about radiocarbon dating, my favorite form of dating. It measures carbon-14, the decay of carbon-14, the radioactive isotope, all over the place. And we can date ancient artifacts, prehistoric bones with this up until 1950. Why? Your choices were A, climate change, B, nuclear bombs, or C, cosmic rays. You both went with B, the bombs. Sticking with it? Sticking with it. hmm The correct answer is... Be nuclear bombs. We're so small.
3: We get all the wow. Trader Joe's gift cards. Oh you my gosh. That's it. also really sad. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. have other methods now, but so uh, like
3: we
0: basically
2: it's interesting to me. Like, I don't know that we have to date things from the last, you know, 80 years. Like, I think we can reasonably understand where they're from. But the reason is that for millions of years, there's been a certain amount of carbon-14, like, in the world or in at least on the earth uh and that number really doesn't change there are no natural forces within you know our our time here that would affect that and the minute we blew up the first nuke just fucked that whole system up and so uh post 1950 radiocarbon dating is not an option
3: cool damn cool cool gonna go kill myself i don't know but i guess (laughs) at least it wasn't at least it wasn't option A, which was like climate change, right?
2: Uh, sure. Cool. I mean, right. they're all. Yeah, that's
3: the all upside. All kind
2: of
1: bad.
3: Yeah. <sighs> well, well, speaking of the world. Um- yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's get into it. So today we have with us entertainment journalist and author of the GQ article, Inside the Bizarre, Sketchy World of International Dating Apps, popularized by 90 Day Fiancé, Paul Schroet. Welcome, Paul.
5: Hi. Thank you so much for having me.
1: I guess we just want to kick things off by getting right to can you tell our listeners, please, Paul, how you fell down this wormhole?
5: Basically, I became obsessed like a lot of people with 90 Day Fiance and its various spinoffs on TLC. Um, And it's just such a weird insight into these relationships. I just I just couldn't understand. I couldn't fathom how people ended up in these relationships, sometimes with people they've never met face to face but they form these long-term relationships, countries and continents apart. And some of them I noticed on the show, like if, if you're a regular viewer like I am, you'll notice that um, some of them meet via these apps that are specifically geared towards finding partners who are in other countries. So then I just wanted to know everything about that whole world.
1: Great. But before you get too far, I would love if you could, for people who don't know, kind of explain the idea. Like, what is a 90 Day Fiancé? What does that have to do with it?
5: (laughs) Yes. 90 Day Fiancé is, you know, this reality show that's very popular in TLC and has like four different spinoffs now. It's like a huge hit for them. Um, It's been going on for several years. But it's it sounds like a trash reality show, which it is, Um, but it's based on a very real thing. So they built it around this what's known as a K-1 visa or um, a fiancé visa, which is um, a visa that allows you to stay in the country for exactly 90 days uh, if you're in a relationship with someone in the United States. And then by those 90 days, you have to marry or basically leave the country. So you have 90 days in the country on that visa
1: you know i think people need parameters these days maybe it's good to have to do it in 90 days i don't know that's true
4: make some choices people
5: it is like it is such an arbitrary number you know it's like here's 90 here's three months to get to know each other and spend and live with each other yeah. um, before you get married but yeah
3: so we that you took this way into the internet and these dating apps that are now focused on this. We also mm-hmm. love that you took this uh as a true investigative journalist and I believe you signed <laughs> up for some of the apps. So can you tell us which ones you signed up for and what that was like?
5: Yes. Um I did I did put on my investigative reporter hat uh for this and I I tried a couple different apps. Uh, one is Colombian Cupid. They all have silly names. Um, and the other one was Jamaican dating. And if you're a regular viewer of Nine Day Fiance, you might know Colombian Cupid because it pops up in one of the cast members' storylines.
3: Go on. <laughs> yeah. So you okay. signed up for so, these? I'm like, you really, you're gonna stop there? He's deflecting. <laughs> okay, so how many Colombians and Jamaicans did you date? This shit is so weird and racist. You know, I had some other ideas for you. I have some new business ideas: um, banging in Bulgaria, fucking in France,
5: screwing
3: in Scandinavia. Oh yeah,
5: I like that one. <laughs> so Colombian Cupid is owned by this like pretty um, this company that has, I think, like thirty something. Different dating apps, but they really have names that are almost as preposterous as that i because Columbian Cupid shows up on the show, i um signed up for that, and uh yeah, just started messaging uh with different people i was I'm gay and i was I was trying to find men and women to talk to just as sources, but of course, like I was just getting a bunch of messages and mostly from from women um you know i I put myself as like open to men and women on apps just in hopes of getting someone who was willing to talk to me for the story. And yeah, it was funny. It was, it was super weird. Um, a lot of these apps have built in translators cu- including Colombian Cupid. So, um, which is nice, I guess, if like, m- like me, your Spanish sucks, but. Um, yeah, but then why are you so looking for a husband on that app? <laughs> I know. Well, that's, that's a thing on the I show. There's this guy.
3: Everyone loves a woman <laughs> who can't talk. I mean, Ariel the like, <laughs>
5: mermaid—like that's the deal. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, but yeah. There's this guy Ricky who's on 90 Day Fiance. I believe he's on Before the Ninety Days, and I think maybe on maybe just that one. But um, he meets this woman on Colombian Cupid, and then goes to Colombia to meet her, and then basically they have this very awkward dinner, and she wants nothing to do with him. Clearly. And then he just meets another woman he was talking to on Colombian Cupid in Colombia. Ricky's Spanish is not good at all. Um, it's not terrible, but like not that much better than than my Spanish, which is just enough to like get by in a very casual conversation. But um, so, yeah, there's these built in translators. It's actually pretty sophisticated how it works. So when you're on the messaging, like you can just easily translate any of the messages you're looking at. Um, and it, you know, they can do the same on their end from English to Spanish, but it was funny. I was getting these, I was getting all these messages just from, I mean, I, I guess with any dating app, but I'm just getting all these messages from random people message. me like, uh, I would love, I would love to talk to you more. I would love to get to know you. Um, and then I basically just went down that rabbit hole and, you know, told people up front, like I'm a journalist because I have ethics. I'm not trying to fuck with people. Um, I was like, I'm a journalist writing the story, like I'd love to know more about your experiences. And then on Columbian Cupid, I ended up getting um, a couple different women to talk to me for the story. Unfortunately, I did not get any men on that app or the other one I used, Jamaican Dating.
3: They wouldn't because they wouldn't respond to you or because these apps are just super heteronormative or
5: well, I mean, I think with all these apps, obviously, like they're they're hetero heteronormative. But, um, I did talk to some men, but not men who were willing to talk to me. And I don't know if that's like a cultural thing, like stigmatizing of being gay or if the, just like, there were a lot more women to talk to than there were men. So maybe it's also just a numbers thing, but yeah, I, I did talk to men on the apps, but not who wanted to talk for the story. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I want to get into hearing about the experiences of some of these people and how that they're having internationally dating and you. Um, but I also just wanted to hear a little bit more about like the interface of the app. So were there differences in the apps that you used mm-hmm. and how are they like the the apps that we're familiar with, like Tinder and Bumble?
5: They're not as sophisticated as a Tinder or a Hinge or I've never used Bumble, but um, they're a little more like rudimentary. And in fact, like they, they almost operate more like kind of websites, um, like your more classic um I remember when I used to be on like nerve dating or something back in the day in the early, the early aughts. But yeah, they're like a little clunkier and they're, they are weird just in terms of what you have to fill out. Like, you know, on Tinder, like, All right, I will go on. <laughs> you know, on <laughs> Tinder, you know, on Tinder, it just like easily ports stuff in from your Facebook, and you like sign up in like two seconds, basically. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: On these apps, you have to fill out like a shit ton of stuff, um, including just like bizarre questions. Like, there was one I remember on and Cupid that was like, "What's your best feature?" And you have to choose from a drop-down list, a drop-down menu. And like, like one of like, there's normal ones, like my face or whatever, but then there's like my wallet is my best feature and just these kind of like bizarre, (laughs) bizarre questions.
3: What else? What else?
5: Well, the other thing is that because these are apps geared towards international dating, both of the ones I use have these questions that are geared towards kind of what seems to be like visa law and international law, um, immigration law so there was a tab on Columbian Cupid where you basically have to answer. Well, you know, I don't know if you had to answer it, but there was a tab where you were supposed to answer whether you had ever been convicted of like a criminal charge, mm-hmm. whether you had assaulted somebody, something like that, which apparently has to do with some um, statute in the United States uh, dealing with like people who come to the United States. There was this one man who had um, a wife who came over from abroad and then he murdered her, and mm. this like created some new law in in Congress um, where you um,
0: where you can for immigration murder?
5: purposes. Yeah. <laughs> for, Finally, for, for immigration purposes, if you're bringing over a uh, fiance or uh, you know husband or wife, I guess you need to
3: not murder the government them? needs
5: to know not murder the government them, needs, yeah. the gov- <laughs> that and the government the government needs to know if you. Uh, if you might be, you know, prone to murdering, basically. Murdering. <laughs>
3: yeah. Okay, so murder. Got it. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, what what else? Anything else about the interface of these apps? Anything else you want to mention besides the translator and all these crazy features that you need to fill out?
3: And what was your best feature?
5: <laughs> that too. I mean, I don't know if this is interface, but it's it. the Colombian Cupid experience was interesting just because of the language barrier. I mean, even though you have the translator... Things are, are definitely lost in translation. I mean, there were messages I was getting that just don't sound like normal. When I would translate them, they just don't sound anything like how a normal human would talk. And I think that also is just, you know, has to do with, you know, translation and also stuff that's like more, you know, colloquialisms don't necessarily come through, I, I don't think, in translation is an app as well.
3: Also, are these sites overrun with bots? Maybe you just weren't talking to a human.
5: I didn't. I didn't. I mean, yeah, there. maybe I was duped by some bots. That is like <laughs> a very real possibility because, I mean, there were, you know, people would message me and then sometimes I would message them back and just not get anything which you know well, we those all feel. Most people are butthurt. idiots. Yeah. <laughs> we all feel a little bit hurt when that happens. Um, <laughs> but uh yeah, so I mean, that's definitely a possibility.
3: You avoided my question, which was what did you fill out as your best feature?
5: Oh, what did, let me look. Sorry, I need to now I need <laughs> to go into this app. Oh, yeah, the other thing is it asks on Columbian Cupid what your annual income is, which I just found bizarre as well. Um, I've never seen that on another dating app. And there's like a drop-down where you can select different ranges of income.
3: Hmm. Wow. So there's overlap with the sugar dating community. So people are looking for an international sugar daddy.
5: Well, there seems to be, you know, I had a I had trouble getting people to say this directly um on the apps, but it I think, you know, there's there's a significant portion of people on these apps on both sides who are there's some sort of you know gain to make economically on one side or the other, you know mm-hmm. um, and you know Colombia obviously is a relatively economically disadvantaged nation compared to the United States, and you know one of the stereotypes on the show nine fiance is that, oh they're like you know just milking in you for your money or they're just trying to get their green card or whatever um, which isn't necessarily always the case, but I mean I think you know that salary question does probably speak to um this idea that like if you're if you're like getting with an American boo like mm-hmm. you might get some money
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
5: um but let me see I'm what still waiting was... for
3: that person. okay
5: oh my best feature is my personality is what oh, I wrote oh <laughs> I love
3: that
5: can I list off the entire drop down yes it's please so do me. please do so my you also have to fill out your eyewear, which is so bizarre to me. Why? Like you have to put in contacts, contacts, glasses, none, or prefer not to say. What? Um, like, which I just, I don't. Nobody,
3: know. nobody wants a rich handicapped man from the States. <laughs> you gotta have 20, 20 vision.
5: <laughs> no contacts allowed. You didn't get LASIK? Um, <laughs> but, um, so my best, okay, my best feature, here's the drop down. Options are my arms. My butt, my chest, my eyes, my hands, my legs, my lips, (laughs) my personality, my smile, my (laughs) wallets. And then if you're lucky, I'll show you later.
1: Oh my gosh. Like, what are we gleaning from this? Why would you, why would you need to know that? Also, it's just your own perception of yourself. like.
5: I know, it's absurd. Yeah. You can also say prefer not to say, as with all of uh, these. Also, but... they're
3: all so physical, but I assume that there are photos in the profiles. Yeah.
5: Oh, there are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Actually, some people I noticed don't have photos on this app. Like, you're not forced to post a photo. Uh, but, I mean, who's going to talk to you if you don't have a photo? Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the I'll show you later. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not a dick pic coming at you. <laughs> yeah. like, how many texts in is later?
2: My profile photo is just my wallet. <laughs> in case you're wondering. That would actually Smart be a move. great experiment
3: on Tinder. It's like just a wallet. See what happens.
2: I get messaged. You know what be great?
3: Just like a guys. wallet, you put little googly eyes on it, just see what goes down.
2: <laughs> with, with, with like some hundreds, yeah. like, dripping yeah. like yeah, poking yeah, out totally, of the totally.
5: side. Yeah. But then I feel like you're going to have to pay for every single day. Date ever,
3: I know. <laughs>
5: sure, sure.
3: Oh yeah, that's the problem with that. It's <laughs> okay, like, like a few steps before that.
4: <laughs> so I want the data
3: wild up with googly eyes.
4: <laughs> you look different from your photo.
3: <laughs> so we talked about
1: some potentially ulterior motives that people might have that they're not saying, but why what were people's reasons that they told you for being on these apps they just you know want, want to find love they're interested in certain cultures like what what were they saying
5: well the people i got to talk to me um were they were like slightly i guess we all are about our dating lives sometimes but um they were like a little bit evasive about the question i mean they said that they i got responses like um i've just been dissatisfied like in my area with the men i've been dating Or I heard, you know, I'm just looking for love and I'll find it wherever it comes, that kind of thing. That was usually that was basically the response. Mm -hmm.
3: I love the idea that like your neighborhood isn't working out, so you just like leave the country.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Also, I mean that was like fuck this whole place. Okay, maybe you had like a few bad dates in your area, but like but you know, (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna try and like find someone thousands of miles away, not just that, but then like it's really hard to move to another country, especially the United States with all the immigration laws. Um, and it's like everything's working against you. So I don't understand why it's also like...
3: really hard to date someone in your own zip code.
5: Yeah. It's like... I mean, it's just hard. Dating's hard. Yeah.
3: Yeah, the idea of getting to know someone over that distance and then meeting them and having that work out. I mean, the number of dudes I've been out with where they show up and they just don't look like their photos. Like if you were chatting with someone for like six months on the other side of the world and they show up not looking like their photos,
5: yeah, get Are back they, on yeah. the plane.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: oh, yeah, I did talk to this one sweet younger woman um, in her twenties who said, you know, she's just she's just looking around and she met this like this German guy who. Came into Columbia. Um, I guess he's like a pilot. So he was working, but then he like spent time with her and she said it wasn't meant to be, but they had fun. Um, So I think there also is just a component of maybe you are just kind of like, you know, seeing what's out there and, and figuring it out. I don't know.
1: There was one slightly compelling, I thought, one that you mentioned in the article that you wrote, I I think, correct me if I'm wrong with the details, but there was a man, I think he might have been in Tennessee, met a woman in Brazil, and it was something that he found compelling about her community, that they were very devout, like extremely religious. And Mm -hmm. so he was like, oh, that's, I want somebody who has those values, like maybe looking to certain places that might have certain values because of a religion. I don't know. I mean, that's making a big jump too, but... (laughs) I found that interesting.
5: Yeah, so fans of 90 Day Fiancé, they've been on several iterations of 90 Day Fiancé, but Paul and Kareen are this fascinating couple who did meet on an app um that Kareen describes as an international dating app. He says it's for Latin dating, not international dating. But essentially it's this app called Me Crush and uh there are people all over the world, but it's specifically geared towards finding people who are Latin. Um so he's from Kentucky. And he said that the thing that appealed to him about p- meeting the Latin women was that in like in her culture, she's Brazilian, you know, religion and family are very important. And those things are important to him so that he found that, um, you know, enticing. If you've seen the show, though, they, they go through a whole tumultuous up and down and like he goes to see her, he goes with her to Brazil and they go into the jungles of Brazil and he has a nervous breakdown she like he runs away she ends up getting mugged oh my god um, and like there's this, multiple this there's multiple points where Corrine tells Paul they're totally done his his portuguese is terrible <laughs> worse than my spanish and they basically can only talk in addition to the in-app translator, they use, like, an a audio translator on their phone to talk to one another in person. Like, they can't talk to each other <laughs> except through this audio translator on the phone. So everything was going against the relationship. But you know what? They're married now um, and have, uh, I believe, at least one child. Yeah. And uh, actually, they're they were living in America, and now they have moved— to Brazil. So they are in Brazil now. Wow. Um
3: and is he improving his Portuguese?
5: <laughs> yes, he has definitely improved. And I believe her English is way, way, way better as well. So they've been working on it.
3: This is quite the love it's story. Like <laughs> the delay in that conversation <laughs> with the audio trend there's just like so many they things. They probably oh, need the rest
1: like, of their li- they need the rest of their lives to get to know each other. I, like right. it's
5: this whole It sounds thing. like it wouldn't be riveting television, but trust me, it's like absolutely riveting television <laughs> to watch them like stumble through a conversation via this like translator up and then like he'll say something and then it'll get translated to Portuguese and you just see her eyes like bulge out in like slow motion when she understands <laughs> what the fuck he was saying.
3: <laughs> wow. I mean, I guess that's one way to keep the mystery alive <laughs> when you're like literally learning their language. Yeah. <laughs> I have no
2: doubt it's riveting television. I just can't shake the... I can't help but call bullshit on the motivations here, that this is not entirely or or hugely motivated by a transaction of like, well, I'm an American and I really like faith and family. Well, none of that here at all. I need to go find my my soulmate in Brazil. I just don't think that's real.
3: Well, I also wonder how much is the fetishization, fetishization of other cultures?
2: That's the thing. It's like if you if you prefer a certain culture or race or whatever you're going to, you know, uh, ethnicity, that seems questionable to me. And if you can't find that person out of the thousands and millions who are in your geographic area, that's questionable. And like we like you guys have said, uh, it is it is an ordeal to uh go through the immigration process even with a legitimate marriage it is a expensive painful time-consuming ordeal there this just doesn't add up to me and i and i can't
5: i can't yeah i don't like to like paint with too broad of a brush on all of these relationships but i mean it's it's totally fair to say like clearly something sketchy is happening here in a lot of these relationships and i think they can be very transactional and like The apps themselves speak to this, like Colombian Cupid has this slogan that is find your Colombian beauty, um, which kind of just in that language suggests like an American who can date someone. And you see this on the show to date someone who maybe is better looking than they would find in an American wife um, or partner um, who is foreign. And then maybe she's getting something out of it as well by moving to America or money or whatever it is by its
2: very nature. It's starting a relationship from a place of power imbalance. Like I'm sure there are, there are happy happily ever after stories where you come in for whatever motivation and then you legit find a wonderful person, fall in love and have a great life. But like starting from that place feels questionable
5: to me. Well, I mean, I think those, I mean, starting from that place also happens even when you're just dating an American sometimes. I mean, there are power imbalances and that doesn't mean as you say like that doesn't mean you can't find someone who you genuinely fall in love with but i mean the thing that weirds me out is just the logistical like trouble of all of this like it is so hard I mean, it's already hard to date someone in your own country to go through all these steps. I just don't understand. And like, if you are into Latin women or whatever, like maybe Paul does have a Latin fetish. Like there's lots of women with like Latin ancestry in America. Like you don't need to, you know, travel to the jungles of Brazil to find your Latin woman. And, and do correct me if I'm wrong,
2: all the single people who use dating apps or who are aware of them in this conversation, like there are no apps on the mar- in, in the U.S. market that's like, this app is only for Latin women and this app is only for Asian women. Like, those things would be, like, laughed out of the app store.
5: Wait,
3: are you sure those might exist? I don't know.
5: They, I, 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 I'm really wondering. Um, some of them do exist. I don't know specifically for what... Um, so there's, you know, there's the ones you may, may have heard of, like... You know, J-Date, which is for Jewish dating, which has people who, you know, are looking for a Jewish husband or a Jewish wife or whatever. But then there's also this company, Cupid Media, that owns Colombian Cupid, also has Asian dating, which isn't necessarily just people abroad. It can be people in the United States. There's also what's called BBW Cupid, BBW being a short for Big Beautiful Woman. Um, There's Black Cupid, Interracial Cupid. Uh, which seems like a problematic one, um, but yeah. So I mean, I, I think you know they they are not a huge market in the U.S. necessarily versus a Tinder or one of those big players, but um, they're also not insignificant. I mean, I think I, I did also find on Jamaican dating I found people who were American who are either of Jamaican ancestry or seem to be looking for someone who is jamaican or of jamaican ancestry so i mean this is you know there is a demand for this in in the united states even if you're just looking for another american
1: do any just like global dating apps exist that you know of where you could date anybody anywhere in the world um is it
3: called
5: tinder there is one and i'm <laughs> can trying, you open up settings on tinder and is. do that i don't even know <laughs> no. well t- yeah. no tinder is only location based so these apps are not like the ones i was using are not location based you're they're appealing to certain parts of the country or whatever but like they're not location based so you can find people in other countries on tinder you can't really do that because it's based on who's around you yeah. oh Zeusk. oh sorry Zeus. there's this like app called i've seen Zeus.
3: ads for that on the subway and Zeusk, <laughs> yeah. i
5: think that's how you pronounce it yeah, so that is a dating app that is specifically geared towards it is not location based and you can find people all yeah. over the world.
1: I was just wondering, like if you put aside all of the things we've been talking about, like potential fetishization or like flexing your status or looking for economic advancement or all that, like maybe somebody just wants to have an adventure and like date people all over the world. <laughs> potentially, um, if they have the money to go it's do that. It's a good that, way so, to find yeah. a
3: place to stay in different countries, you know, like, sure, like couch sure. surfing or Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. or I was
5: thinking about that when I was, you know, talking to this young woman in her in her early 20s, this Colombian woman who talked to me for the story. Um, You know, she's really beautiful. And uh, it almost seemed like she was using it to her advantage to be like, hi, I'm in Colombia. Like, if you're in Colombia or if you feel like traveling here, we can hang out. But she's not like ready to like lock down a man necessarily. And
3: in your research, how much catfishing goes on on these sites?
5: Oh, I'm sure a ton. You know, there's a there's another version Mm -hmm. of this story that's like written by a woman, (laughs) where which I'm sure would like reveal a lot more like shady stuff. So you're saying we
3: contacted Um, the wrong guy.
5: But no, I mean, I definitely got I got responses. I remember getting several messages in a row from men or women that were clearly like responses that were just like copy and pasted. And they were just these like just like these generic responses to like get people reeled in. And then, you know, got a bunch of um, messages from people who just didn't have photos and stuff. And like, Mm -hmm. like, like, again, who does that? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. As soon as I messaged someone, I told them what I was up to. I told them I was a journalist, you know, looking for quotes for the story about international dating apps. And I think that uh, had a tendency to um,
3: people ghosted you,
5: block out any cat uh, catfishers. <laughs> yeah, they ghost the the catfish community ghosted me <laughs> with that.
1: Um, do you have any other favorite stories that you've heard of people's experiences doing this, either that went very well or very badly? <laughs>
5: Um yeah I talked to this other um Colombian woman who said that you know she's just been really unhappy with her dating life and her friend recommended Colombian Cupid to her and then she went on it and was just even more disheartened uh you know started talking to a man and then he sent dick pics and she said, that's so perverted. Like, Has how she dare been he? on the
3: internet? This is <laughs>
5: <laughs> I mean, I don't know if she's been on any other apps. Maybe this is her 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 entry into the, the app community. It's suddenly occurring to me on the
2: other side, on the um, abroad side of like, if you're a woman in a uh an economically disadvantaged area and all the guys in your community are like not the greatest because of the area that you live in maybe it's less mm-hmm. about like oh i want to move to the u.s it's just about like finding not a, a scumbag you know what i mean is that part of this
5: yeah and i mean some of these people like you know are also like on Colombian Cube, but some of them are not living in you know a huge city um some of them are in like very rural parts of colombia and i think you know there's an appeal even in the united states if you live in a rural area there's like an appeal to like oh i can get on the internet and suddenly it opens up this whole other world like maybe you do live in a neighborhood with like literally five men and they're all scumbags like you know so um so i think that that has an appeal too
1: (laughs) I just want to say I love the term scumbag. I'm just happy that we're using
3: that
4: word. do. <laughs> like That's in particular? A scumbag. I love the word.
5: All right, well, I'm glad we got that out yeah. of the way. That
3: seems good. Um, so do you have any uh, parting words for us in terms of how you think apps have changed the game on this mail order bride phenomenon?
5: They've made... So this phenomenon has existed for centuries, mm-hmm. quite literally. You know, you can read about people courting each other over letters in like the 1800s and bringing brides over to the United States. So, you know, it's not a new phenomenon at all, but you know, these, these apps make it much more sophisticated, uh, in terms of your ability to cast a wide net. Some of the features are arguably good. Like I was mentioning earlier, the tab where you have to mention if you've been convicted of a crime, if you've assaulted someone, I mean, those are important things to know.
3: I want yeah. to know that anyway. On all apps. Yeah. yeah.
5: You, it's true. Maybe we should all have to like post our criminal record on our apps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. like,
2: I'm sure a checkbox on an app would weed that right out.
5: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing. So, I mean, I talked to a lawyer for this story too. If you answer those questions dishonestly and then you do reach the stage of trying to get a visa and trying to marry someone, bring them to the United States. There's just no way that's going to happen if they have that paper trail of you lying about your criminal record. Hmm. So that is essentially why that exists. Yeah,
3: I also think Hmm. like if someone has a criminal record that's like pretty shitty and then if they lie about it that's pretty shitty yeah. like that's not a way it's like a to, double
5: it's shitty
2: not
3: a way to win yeah. someone over uh, scumbag <laughs> double scumbag
2: <laughs> this brings up another question mm-hmm. that i have which is this sort of paper trail i happen to know how challenging it is to uh do the k-1 visa and the uh the uh you know do a green card through marriage i'm sorry oh, I, I, thought you, k-1 visa?
3: I thought you met your wife in high school
2: <laughs> no this is uh th- that, that's all my, my first okay, wife no cool, i'm just cool. kidding um <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, I, I used to work at an immigration law firm. And oh, okay. so I would work on these cases. And you have to, at least when I was there, you have to submit a stack of paperwork yeah. like higher than, you know, your head and uh it it has to prove the validity of the marriage of like family photos wedding photos all the things that prove to a government bureaucrat that you are legit in love with your partner and therefore they their green card should be approved so and and i don't know if you know this or, or or the lawyer commented on this but like if you were submitting this paperwork and the questionnaire is like, So how did you meet? And you have to write down, I went on Colombian cuties to meet yeah, my. you think that'd be a red my, flag. That's a red yeah. flag. Am I you know what I mean? What what's what is that?
5: Yeah, it according to the lawyer I talked to, it is a red flag. And you know, there's a ton of paperwork you also have to do an interview where they really drill into very specific questions about Which seems right.
3: difficult if you don't even speak the same language. They're like passing yeah, the ad back and right. forth for this interview.
5: I mean, you better study that shit like the SAT. Hey, better, like better
3: make sure your cell phone's charged.
5: <laughs> they'll ask you, they'll ask you everything about your partner's life. And uh, yeah, so and the lawyer I talked to said that in these immigration proceedings, there is something known as marriage brokerage services, which are basically services used to like you know find find a partner through a service uh from another country and those are frowned upon in the in the legal realm he said so i think it definitely makes it harder i mean not impossible at all but yeah those definitely in the eyes of of those government bureaucrats it uh looks sketchier for sure
3: yeah so paul you got a foreign boo or what
5: i do not have a foreign <laughs> boo. it just seems like too much <laughs> I'm I'm a lazy dater just in my own neighborhood, so it just seems like way too much work for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Over here on this podcast, we call them crazy and lazy.
5: <laughs> Although, with some of the men yeah. I date in Los Angeles, I don't know, maybe I should be looking oh, in other countries. Oh, you're here in LA? I am in LA, yes. I, I just, just moved here last year. I
3: just Wait, I just, I just oh, moved last month, bitch. Um, let's go
5: out. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, let's <hang. laughs> Good. Okay, lovebirds,
3: you live close together. All we right. understand. Well, you know what? All right. right, it's been it's been great. We'll wrap it up here because I'm going to follow up with you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be we'll come back to Ali needs a friend <laughs> after this commercial break.
5: Oh, sorry, I did want to mention I wanted to mention one other thing about yeah. these apps. They're actually quite costly. Like you know, uh, Colombian Cupid. If you want to have the premium version of the app, which is basically what you need in order to message people um, because that's the only one that allows you to message people in addition to being messaged that costs thirty five dollars a month which I thought was kind of outrageous.
3: Yeah that's steep. Is it for both sides? Oh.
5: I don't know. So I, I did not get an answer to that and I should follow up with Okay. I should follow up with the PR team for Colombian Cupid. But I don't know. I don't that's actually an interesting question. If it was not and if you have yeah. and if you do have to pay in Columbia what is the you know, wh- how much is it and what's the currency exchange? And yeah. yeah,
3: well, we we tackled sugar dating in a previous episode. And for a lot of those, the man pays to sign up and the woman doesn't.
5: Oh, Upped interesting. Up. Yeah. What's what is the big sugar app? Oh,
3: that... uh, Seeking arrangement.
5: Yeah, yeah. 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 My friend was on that for a bit trying to find a sugar daddy.
3: And did it work out?
5: <laughs> well, I think her standards were too high. She just wanted a man who would pay her to just, like, stare at her feet. Um, oh, that's a <laughs> Craigslist.
3: That's a different site. <laughs> that's a different site, yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so she didn't... Men wanted a little more than that, so... <laughs>
3: Wait, but has she heard about FinDom? Sidebar listeners, were still looking for someone to interview about Findom, but Findom is financial oh. domination where they don't even necessarily want to meet you. They just want you to send photos of yourself using their credit card. <laughs> Hashtag goals. Wow. Yeah. Let's talk about that. And no, yeah, seriously. another time. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it. I will be your guinea pig. You can write another article for GQ. I'm going to Findom it up.
1: <laughs> cool.
3: All right, Paul. Well, thank you so much for your time.
1: Uh, we loved having you here.
5: Thank you. It was so good to be here. Thank you.
1: So, Ellie, what's your best feature in that drop down?
3: Uh, I mean, it's definitely my
1: hair. I, well, okay. <laughs> I know you're a hair narcissist. <laughs> I
3: am a hair narcissist. It's true.
1: You know what, though? Yeah. As much as I love your hair, the first thing that popped into my mind for you was your arms. Is that weird? I was like, Ellie's great arms.
3: Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, that's, that's weird. weird. That's also, weird. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. a little disappointed that you didn't say personality. <laughs> <laughs> well, but also sure. That.
1: Yeah. Also, also, show you later. Yeah.
3: What? Wasn't that
1: an option? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh,
0: yeah. Show you later. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, I will show you later. It's a podcast, yeah. so nobody can see. I'm showing you right now. No. You don't know. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, that was really fun. Um mm-hmm. and surprisingly, I'm glad covered a lot of new ground from our other fetish and dating episodes. <laughs> yeah,
1: I feel similarly. I mean, there are tons of reasons why people might do this, but and, you know, it's not like we landed on one thing. Are there are uh, there
3: tons I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still interested. I'm perplexed. <laughs> I don't have all the answers I need, but that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> all
3: right. Well, if you uh, want to set up a profile for me and run it, feel free. Okay. Okay. I don't want to do that. I don't want that. Yeah. That yeah. commute is terrible. The
2: experience of setting it up from the States as a woman. I mean, would you even find anyone? I just so many questions. Like, are there any dudes in Colombia yeah. on this app looking for American women? I, I gotta I, I can't imagine you're saying that li- right you're there. saying
3: literally no dudes around the world are looking for me matt i, I, I fucking no, hate you
2: not in that <laughs> not in that context <laughs> i'm kidding i'm I, kidding I can't, you know what i mean
3: guys i've been uh, off the apps since april and wow. what are your stats guess, are you dating
2: like, more or dating less
3: yeah oh, wow. way less come on
2: <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping you had a story of like i've been on more dates less apps boom no but no
3: no insert sad music <laughs> <laughs> how's the man
1: band going
3: oh it's fine like I'm reading books I'm living life I'm moved you know going yeah, you're Burning, going Burning man. man I don't yeah. have time for this shit <laughs> right I don't have time is... I'd rather do other things at I this don't point buy it. I'm done I
2: don't, yeah, I I'm don't i done why don't you buy it's... how's it going with that, on the man band you're like oh I'm reading books oh, so much reading happening <laughs>
3: No, I mean, well, whatever. I, uh, I've, I'm i having some fun, too.
1: <laughs> good. I know you are. I
3: know you are. I'm meeting I some boys in real life. I bet oh, okay, you're going to have some crazy stories from Burning They tend to be Burning really Man. young, though. They're so young. It, the ones you're meeting made in real life? I boys out there like 25, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, Well, you this were is saying illegal. boys. I
1: was like, how young are we talking? <laughs> That's crazy.
3: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Child Protective Services is going to come after me soon. Oh, my gosh, Allie. Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway.
1: All right, before anyway, before we
2: all
0: we get arrested,
2: uh, I got some calls from the public.
0: <gasps> my favorite. Oh my God, calls,
4: public. calls, calls, calls,
3: calls. I'm so excited.
4: Hi, I have to say I completely love your show. I totally binge listened to it for 12 hours yesterday when I was driving for work. It's the greatest. And I just barely started listening to you guys yesterday, and it's the most entertaining ever. I especially loved it when that one guy commented about a Jewish, Jewish zombie Jesus that's his own father. That cracked me up, But I always feel like I wish I could uh, comment on your guys' show, but I'm always old watching the old stuff, so. Otherwise, I love you guys. You guys are great. Keep
0: going. Oh, Thanks. my God.
3: Uh, those are the best. I feel so good right now. Love I could it. not.
1: I could not listen to myself speak for twelve hours though. So no, that's me amazing. Either. That Definitely. You did that. Your your
3: your voice. I could. You got a good. You no, got a Allie, voice. You have a
1: good voice. You know. Yeah. It's just like it's a lot. I- you know me.
3: No, anyway. it's just, I, t- I say this every time, but like, it's hard to imagine there are people there <laughs> on the other side. I
1: know. And
3: I <laughs> love those voicemails. They make me so happy. What was the Jesus, I-
1: the Jewish Jesus? What is it? Zombie?
2: What
3: zombie, was that? Zombie Jesus. What yeah.
2: So I, I, you know, I got to go back and listen. I It might have been episode one. It might have <gasps> been uh, Dominic wow. uh, from our Furries episode. I, I don't know. Just talking about people being religiously conservative and then re- referring to Jesus as a Jewish zombie who is own father. That sounds <laughs> oh, like something yay, dumb because yeah, I gotta go back true, and confirm. Yeah. But it sounds like she's listening to the back catalog and binging all the way through. Uh, did not leave her name, but thank you for the call. For
1: those of you who have not gone back to listen to our early episodes, please do, including us. I need to go back and listen. But we had some really fascinating interviews early on, so check it out.
2: All right, got another voicemail here.
4: Hi, kids. How's it going? Long time. It's lewis Calling from Taiwan this time. Waiting at a train station. Had some time to kill, so I felt like I should give you a call. I wasn't able to listen for a while because I uh, got a new job, settling into it in my new place, you know, becoming a member, a productive member of society again. But uh, I've been binging the fuck out of you guys now during this trip. And uh, yeah, thanks for uh, doing this. Uh, By the way, if uh, y'all love this uh, show as much as I do, give them some money, go to Patreon, (laughs) don't be stingy. So uh, yeah, awesome job as always, guys. You too, Matt. hoo it-, it kills me every time you do that, dude, so keep it going. Um, uh, yeah, by the way, I tried the, um, the chat with you guys, but I felt like that was uh, too close. Um, I wasn't ready for that step in our parasocial relationship. So uh, for now, I'm gonna keep on as a listener, as a faithful listener. So uh, yeah, and for those people that left uh, reviews on iTunes and mentioned Ali's voice and negative comments, Fuck you uh, That's about it My friend's <laughs> coming So uh, yeah Keep it up Damn. Talk to you later
1: Damn Lewis. Oh my You're lo- what a loyal uh, fan my day He's like, is made. us he's, Yeah Oh my god I love you <laughs> my I'm My day is up made I yeah. should just
3: go to sleep This is I done know. The day is done <laughs> also, like, I, I just love <gasps> I love that we're on
1: Lewis's list of like Life updates Like he's calling around His family He's at the train station He's like oh I also have to call Ellen Jen I think that's so fucking awesome Please call I Keep love calling. it
3: <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, so wait, did, am I crazy? Did he say Taiwan?
1: Yes. A train
2: station. You're not crazy. Uh, Taiwan or San Juan? I I he said Taiwan. We need Taiwan. to make a map.
3: Where in the world is Lewis? But he was yeah. also talking about um, settling in and getting a real job. Well, congrats Lewis on your new job. More of an update. Wait, ah. and then at the end, what did he say? about he was going to chat with us, but he didn't. What? What? I mean, there was a lot of train noise.
2: <laughs> right. Right. Well, maybe Lewis came into Discord and, and got felt off. too nervous. Mm. He got scared. I mean, we, I we, we see, do a lot of uh, we yell at people. In yeah, there, we
1: do. So. It's
3: a very harsh place. That being said, come to our Discord server. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Discord. Gg slash two G one P. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You can also um, tweet me. I'm at Allie Gold.
1: <laughs> I'm at Junebugger. And you can email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail. We fucking love them. As you can tell, that number
0: is 347
3: 871 6548. That number again
0: 347 871
1: 6 lit. And Last but not least. uh, Well, actually, we've covered everything. Discord.gg slash 2G1P. We're there in our Discord server having a conversation about the show. Louis already told you what you can do if you like the show, which is what, Allie?
3: You can go to Patreon.com slash 2G1P.
1: Oh, my God. That was so perfectly themed for our international dating show, too. I think he was in Taiwan.
3: (laughs) All right. Well, thanks,
1: everybody. We'll catch you next time.
0: Thank you. Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg. Uploaded to Columbian Cuties with the best feature tag set to... Not Wallet, I mean produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of The Daily Dot. You can help our diminishing wallets by heading over to patreon.com slash 2G1P and making a small recurring contribution... To help offset our production costs, that's patreon.com slash
4: 2G1P to lend your support.
5: <laughs> the Podglomerate. A sonic
4: universe.
0: Hey! 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 hey!